Welcome to the Family Camping Podcast. Whether you're a novice and don't know where to start, or a more refined camper who wants to bring their children while camping, this is the podcast for you. We will be covering topics such as general camping, festivals, all the year, while camping, and the basics on how to get started. So you've heard about all our wonderful advice on getting yourselves to a festival, and you've decided that you're going to give it a go. But now you're wondering where on earth you start. So in this episode of the podcast, we're going to try and break down how to start camping, what you need to focus on, and what we think are the most important things to buy or get right in order to have the best time possible. The first thing to consider is whether you want to give it a go in a camper van or whether you want to give it a go in a tent. So if you are leaning more towards the camper van, the best advice we can give you is do not buy one, hire them. Hire one, then hire a different one with a different layout. And you'll find as as you encounter more and more vans, you'll figure out what works for you and what doesn't. Um, We have a vintage camper van, so she's a 74 Westie uh, with a Helsinki interior, if anyone wants to uh, know the specifics. And for us, she absolutely works. We absolutely love her. She totally fits with with our lifestyle. Ironically, she wasn't the van that we initially wanted. We previously had a 78 Devon that we actually basically stripped out the interior. It was still a camper van, the bed still converted, but it didn't really have any storage, any um, kitchen, sink, anything like that inside. We thought we didn't want it. Um, And once that van got stolen, we ended up using a friend of ours van and a couple of others. And we realized we actually really enjoyed having a kitchen inside because it opened up our um, possibilities camping all year round. We would never have known that though, unless we had been in a situation where we had to try out different vans. Now, if you're considering a tent and thinking that's the way you want to go, I would say one of the biggest things that you need to think about when you're thinking about the tent that you want is how big a car you have. Um, you get some amazing tent these days. Um, there's a lot of great air technology on the go and they expand out and like it's four bedrooms, you know, a huge living room um, with an extended awning that you, you, know, you can put out, but they are huge and incredibly heavy. And if you have a tiny car with children, that's not gonna be the tent for you because you would only get the tent in and nothing else. So really consider the size of tents, how much it weighs, and how much space you're gonna have for other things. So if you are considering hiring a camper van, I'd say a couple of things you need to think about. And probably the biggest thing for us when we decided what van we were buying again was two things. Whether you want all the mod cons, whether you want, you know, a really new, you know, beautiful van that will have six gears and will have air conditioning and all all the rest of it. Or whether you maybe want something a little older, but potentially with more character. And the second thing to consider is the size specifically more the height than anything else. So um, in the UK, we do have a lot of height restrictions. Um, We are just under two meters or just two meters, depending on which one in the couple you speak to. Um, And we can almost get into everything. I would say the average height barrier is about 2.1 meters. 
and that really plays significantly into what you can and can't do and where you can and can't go and the second thing is how big you want the van to be like long and some people are absolutely fine with long wheelbases and some people like i know myself i find long wheelbases a bit too um, unruly and quite difficult to turn so for me that would be a no-no i am a firm believer that the only way to camp is by having a good night's sleep I think the one thing that can really trip you up is by not having the right bedding and having a terrible night's sleep and you will have a terrible time and you will always remember the time you were cold in bed. I do think it's probably one area that people should really like pay the most attention to and that is one of the reasons why we're going to kick off our first um, sort of group of gear bits as um, our sleeping recommendations. So the first thing to think about is what you're going to sleep on. So a lot of people go and buy a blow-up mattress and wonder why they are terribly cold all night. Blow-up mattresses are freezing. I mean, the air just gets so cold in them and it makes you freezing all night. Um, so I always think a, sort of a cot bed with a sort of a small self-inflatable mattress is a lot better. And they're called Sims. You can get like 15 centimeter sort of Sims we sleep with a mattress topper of five um, and it's fine for us, but you will find that I think a lot warmer. Another thing that is a lot warmer is having a sleeping bag rather than a duvet. I know a lot of people say you should have the comforts of home when you go camping and recommend you take your own duvet. I think that's not very good advice. The best and the warmest sleeping and bedding apparatus you can have is a really good sleeping bag that goes all around with you and is all encompassing for you, your partner, you can buy double ones now. Um, and it is much, much warmer than a duvet. And you get them in different um, seasons. So, so each sleeping bag will do multiple seasons and they'll tell you sort of how warm it is and how, how low it can go and it will keep you warm. Just after COVID, um, in December 2021, we were due to go and fly and see Guillaume's uh, parents. My partner's parents live in France. We were meant to go and spend Christmas with them. And we ended up having to cancel because of um, Omicron. And we decided to go to Wales in the van. And our heater broke after five minutes of use on the first night. And that's our sleeping bag, which was an all-encompassing, um, I think it's a three-season sleeping bag, so it isn't even actually built for winter. We still were fine in that sleeping bag and some clothes. But mostly it was from that sleeping bag because that was just super warm, totally mummied us up. It's not very big, so you kind of have to squish together and like give each other body heat. And we actually made it and were, were fine. We're actually quite nice and toasty. We've yet to find a really good pillow that saves lots of space. And that is actually probably one thing that we are happy to give quite a bit of space in the van to our pillows. Um, there are a lot of ones that like are roll-up ones that are very thin. We have found some roll-up ones that are quite good and they're from Decathlon, but um, they're so sort of plump, we can't actually get them back into the bag. But it might just be that you should just take your normal pillows because that's going to give you a good night's sleep. If you do have a van or are going with a van, I'm not going to claim this as one of my top tips. I actually learned this of VW Camper Chicks. 
but um, get a mattress topper. It will revolutionize. When you pop those seats down, you have a rock and roll bed, there's a whole bunch of stuff that still sticks into you and there's still three pieces of foam and it's not super comfortable. You pop a mattress topper on front, on top, we've got a five centimeter um, Sims. It, it just makes you sleep so well. And it is a small piece of kit that will go a long way. In the absolute cold, what we do is um, our, our four-year-old, she sleeps on a ready bed. So that's like a bed with a um, like sleeping bag all, all in one. And it's really good because she moves around a lot at night. Like she will at some point do like a 180 degree turn and then a 180 degree turn back. And if we didn't have something that was integrated, she wouldn't actually be able to spend the night on, on a bed. And even with this, I, I've been known to wake up and she's actually facing the other way out of the mattress. So she, she's a mover in her sleep. But what we do with that is it, it's really thin. The ready bed's actually a really thin um, sleeping bag. So what we do is we pop an adult, like an adult sleeping bag over the whole thing and it keeps her really nice and toasty because that also helps with underneath the ready beds obviously blow up bed and sometimes the air can get quite cold and that keeps the air nice and warm and it keeps um, her nice and warm and it, it also keeps her in one place. For the older kids we do cots so they put them together and they make a cot um, and we use really good sleeping bags so they've got either three or four season sleeping bags if we're camping in like March um, and they yeah they're nice and toasty and warm we make sure so we take blankets we've got a lot of blankets in the van because um, they actually don't sleep in the van they sleep either in the awning or in a tent um, even in March which is quite hardcore I know and we just make sure that we have loads loads of extra stuff but generally speaking they just need their sleeping bag if you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe as it helps other people find us. Feel free to send us your comments and your messages and we will try and respond to each of you.